Well, praise be to God. Here we are again on another Monday. It just shows you how time passes so quickly. But we're here. We're together. The Lord is with us. And you know what Roy says? If God be for you, who can be against you? You know, the answer to that is no one. Really, no one can be against us because God is for us. So let's enter into this week with the mindset that God is for us. And because he is all powerful, who can stand against him? No one. So I'm just thankful that we can come together today for another experience in prayer. And, you know, really, this is what this is about, is that we have an experience with God. And so let's enjoy this today together, but also share this video. Share it with your friends, your family members. And you can subscribe to the Daily Talks Media UK channel on YouTube. And you can connect with us live. You can leave your prayer requests, your praise reports. You can leave comments. And there's also a prayer experience hotline. Uh, the number is on the screen that you can call and someone will pray with you. We are going into day 10 of the prayer and fasting, a solemn assembly in Joel. Joel 1 through 14 says, consecrate a fast. Call a solemn assembly, gather the elders and all the inhabitants of the land to the house of the Lord your God and cry out to the Lord. We're going to enter into this time of praise or prayer with thanksgiving. You know, we have much to be thankful for, uh, no matter what's going on around us, you can always can see that there's some good. And we don't ever want to let the negative things tell us that there's no good because there is much good around. So our verse today, it is 2 Corinthians 2.14, King James Version. I woke up this morning and this came to mind. So I got really excited to just get a fresh word from God. You know, Every scripture to the children of God is good news, but it's really neat when you just get a personal one from God that's timely. But it says, now thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus and maketh manifest the savor of his knowledge by us in every place. You know, when I Googled that scripture to find out where it was, even Google said that God wants us to always triumph because it says here, always, he always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. So when you think about the victory that God always wants us to have, that in itself causes us to want to give thanks because we know the outcome. God always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. You know, the always doesn't give any room for it to not happen, because always means always. So, Father, today we just come to you in the name of Jesus. Father, we take this time serious. Uh, we don't want to waste it. We want it to count for the kingdom of God. We come to you with sincere hearts. Father, even though there's so much that goes on in our minds, so many distractions and things, even cares that try to lure us away from truth and from victory. 
Father, our hearts are good because you are in our hearts and our hearts are born again. So, Father, we can bypass our mind and go to our hearts and just come to you purely and righteously because you have made us righteous. And, Lord, we can we can trust in our hearts because you are in there and they are born again. So, Lord, we come to you today with a pure heart. And, Father, we cry out to you. We do cry out unto the Lord today. And Father, we just ask that you lead us throughout this week. Father, we thank you that our steps are ordered of you and that every day goodness and mercy are following us. So Father, today we can be hopeful, we can be cheerful, we can be glad, and we can be thankful because of your goodness that is following us. And Father, we just thank you that you love us and you're with us. And this is a week of victory because you always cause us to triumph in Christ Jesus. So that is what belongs to us. We have victory in Christ Jesus in everything. And we thank you for it, Father. We receive that. We receive victory over defeat. We, we receive uh, a triumphant outcome in every area of our lives because, Father, your promises to us are yes and amen. And we agree with you and we thank you for this time together. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now we're going to go to the inspired word. And it is found in Matthew 22, 36 through 40. And the reason I picked this verse is because I've been seeing it in many places lately. So I think that's a reason for, for us to see something repetitively is because God is saying something to us. So... In these verses, it says, Master, which is the great commandment in the law? And Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments... Hang all the law and the prophets. And 1 John 5, 2 through 3 goes along with that. It says, by this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and keep his commandments. For this is the love of God that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not grievous. So I got to thinking about loving God with all of our hearts and souls and our minds. And then we love our neighbor as ourself and that it's not grievous to do that. And the reason why that it's not hard to do that is because we can love others because God has first loved us. And also because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. So it's not hard to love other people when we love them with the love of God that is already in us. You know, one of the fruits of the Spirit is love. So love is inside of us. It's already there. It's not really even something that we have to pray and ask God to give us. It's already in us. And also the Bible says that God is love. So I think, number one, when we love God and we keep His commandments, then it's even easier to love other people because 
we love God and we want to do what he tells us to do. And he cares about people. You know, John 3, 16 says that God so loved the world that he gave. So his very heart is people. But, you know, it's not always easy. It's not always easy to love people, especially if we go by our feelings. Love is not feelings. Love is a force. It's a spiritual force that is inside of us. But as believers, we are equipped to love other people because he is in us. And that's his very nature to love. But, you know, let's just go to God and ask him to help us to put him first. You know, when we put God first, then everything else falls into place. But again, let's just pray and ask God to help us to love him and to put him first and to get our priorities in order. And as we reflect on that today, you know, you think about all the things that that we do love, all the things that we go after. And when we love something, it's like we don't let anything come between us and that thing. You know, um, I think about, you know, a, a love between like a young couple, you know, they, they start dating and they cannot get enough time together. They lose sleep. I mean, everything changes. Their schedules change. They are so focused on each other. So if we really loved God like we should, so many things would not come between us and him. So that is my prayer today is that, Lord, I would truly love you to the point where I put you first and all these other things have to wait. So let's go to God in prayer and let's ask him to help us to be a doer of the word that we just read. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. And Father, we know that you are lovely because your word is so full of your goodness and your word describes you as a God of love and care and tenderness and faithfulness. And Father, you know, to know you, Lord, is to love you. So Father, number one, help us to really know who you are, to really know your love, to understand that, to have a revelation of who you are and what you have given to us. And Father, as we know you, Father, I know that we can love you, but we ask you to help us. Lord, in ourselves, we can do nothing. I mean, we can't even do your word without you helping us, Father. We depend on you for everything. So we ask you to help us to put you first and to truly love you with all of our hearts and with all of our souls and with all of our minds and help us to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. So, Father, today, as we ask you for that help, we receive it in the name of Jesus, and I believe that we are going to start loving you more. We're going to start loving you and putting you first and loving other people and putting them first and esteeming them above ourselves, Lord, just because we've asked you to help us today. And we believe we're going to see that happen in our life more and more, and we just thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Oh, I have a cat on my screen. Okay. Prayers for the church. Uh, it's 1 John 4, 16. And we have known and believed the love that God has to us. God is love. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that you have eternal life and that you may believe on the name of the Son of God. 
Now I want to add to that First uh, John 5, 4 through 5. It says, For whoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world, but he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God? So when we go back and look at those scriptures to the church, I want the emphasis to be on knowing and believing. God wants us to know what is true, and God wants us to continue to believe. You know, things are designed to cause us to doubt, to cause us to give up, and to cause us to surrender the things that belong to us. But if you look at that, it says that God wants us to believe on the name of the Son of God, and he wants us to know some things. So I just want to encourage the church today to know what is true of you concerning your healing, to know what is true of you concerning um, lack, concerning uh, anything in your life that is coming against you, any kind of pressures. God wants us to know the truth. You know, we've talked about this before. The Bible says you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. So in every area of life, there is an answer for everything. And we have to know what is true and we need to continue to believe it. Things are constantly challenging us to stop believing, to stop praying because it don't look like things are changing. You know, the report may still be the same, but God is telling us that we are to continue to know and to believe and I, I love the verse that I added to that. It says, who is he that overcometh the world, but he that believeth that Jesus is the son of God and whoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. So what causes us to overcome is our faith in what God says. So our prayer today is going to be that we hold on to the things that we know and that are the things that we know that that they are built upon, that they are added to, that we continue to grow in truth and in knowledge, but that we also continue to believe and to not give to give up. You know, the Bible says that the just, they live by faith. They don't live by sight. If we lived by sight, we might as well just go back to bed. I mean, it's 7 a.m. here in the morning. If I went by the way that everything looked, you know, I wouldn't even be here praying today, but I'm not going to give up on what I know. I love what Peter said to Jesus. He, well, he asked him, where else would we go? Because in you are the words of eternal life. You know, really, there's nowhere else that we can turn to. In the word of God is life. And that is our lifeline. That is what we hold on to. And we live by faith in what the word of God says. And, you know, it's good news. It's full of good news. There is no bad news to those who are in Christ Jesus. So I encourage you today, and that's going to be our prayer today, is that we hold on to what we know and that we keep believing. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus, and we thank you that you are a very present help in time of need. Lord, you help us to stand firm on the truth whenever everything else says something different 
And Father, we choose not to walk by sight or feelings or any kind of emotions or any of the other senses, Father. We choose to walk by faith in what you say. And we thank you that it is good news. And because it is good news, we have no fear. We don't have any wonder or any doubt. We know, Father, that you are a good father and your plan for us is good. And we ask you, Lord, to help us to continue to stand and to continue to believe no matter what. And to help us to keep praying, to keep hoping, to keep expecting and Father, we thank you that as a result of that, we are going to see a manifestation of your word come to pass in our lives. Father, we have seen things, but I believe with all my heart, Father, that the best is yet to come. And I refuse to allow circumstances to tell me that that has changed. Lord, I thank you that for all of us listening here, Father, the latter days, Father, are not as good as the days that are ahead. The, the former days, the days behind us are not as good as the days ahead of us. Father, I thank you that the best is yet to come for all of us because you are yet to come, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Now we're going to pray for the nations and we are still in 1 John 5 and we're going to look at verse 11 through 12. It says, and this is the record that God hath given to us eternal life. And this life is in his son. He that hath the son hath life. And he that hath not the son hath not life. You know, the difference between us and non-believers is that we have accepted the son. And in accepting the son, we have life because he is life. And so also, you know, going back again, God is love. And so when we receive Jesus into our hearts, we receive his life and we receive love. So think about the world and how, you know, it's hard for them to love because they don't have the love of God in them. But the invitation is for all to accept Jesus, to accept life and to accept the ability that you can love other people. How, how miserable it must be to live in this world that we are in and not have the love of God in us. I mean, it's got to be so dark and so miserable. And, you know, I just think about also attached to that, you know, when you don't have love, sometimes there's anger in there. There's, there's frustration. So to the nations, how can they, have the peace and how can they function in this world without love the invitation is for the world for god so loved the world that he gave jesus and in christ jesus is life and it is love so let's pray for the nations today that they will experience that love for themselves so that they can be free of the anger and the hurt and the bitterness and the frustration that they have to be going through right now because without God, you don't have any of the fruits of the Spirit working in your life. So let's pray for the nations right now. Father, we just lift up the nations of the world that you love so much. Father, we pray that you reveal that love to them. Father, show them that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. 
Father, lead them to the light of the Lord. Lead them to the gospel, the good news, which is the power of God unto their salvation. Father, I pray, Lord, that today you just show up in their lives and just reveal your love to them and your kindness. And Lord, help them to realize that it is not working without you and that it's never going to work without you. Father, I just thank you for sending Jesus to heal and to deliver everyone from their destruction. You know, it is a finished work. It is done. But Father, help them to say yes to you. Father, keep drawing them by your Holy Spirit. Keep knocking at the door. But Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you grant them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth, that they would humble themselves Father, and they would turn from their wicked ways and they would receive you and that everything would be new. Lord, help them to realize that you can make everything new and that it doesn't matter about the past. It doesn't even matter about the present, Father, but you make all things new and that today is a new beginning and that your steadfast love never ceases and your mercies never come to an end, but they are new every morning. So, Father, thank you for opening their hearts and their minds and their eyes to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Father. And we want to say healing prayers. And the verse that came to me is Galatians 3, 13 through 14. And it says, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So let's look at that verse. It says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Notice the word hath. He has done that for us. He has redeemed us from the curse of the law. He hung on a tree for us, and he drew all men unto him, and he was made a curse for us so that we could be redeemed from the curse. You know, Psalm 102, 7 says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so, who he has redeemed from the hand of the enemy. So when we find out that Jesus was made a curse for us and that he redeemed us from the curse, then that changes everything in our lives. And it should change what we say. The Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. And you know, in Deuteronomy 28, it lists all the curses. Um, they were horrible. They were curses. And so also, you know, God said in front of us, there is life and blessing and there is death and the curse. So we are redeemed from the death and we are redeemed from the curse. And so now our testimony is that we are the redeemed and he tells us to say so. So as we pray today, we want to say what Jesus says about us and we want to thank him for redeeming us from all of the curse. So if you're experiencing any symptoms of the curse, just know that the curse does not belong to you, if it belonged to us, God would not have redeemed it, redeemed us from it. You know, if he wanted us to be uh, under those curses, he would have left it as is. 
but Christ came to redeem us. And so that is our prayer today is that we experience that redemption and that we speak of that redemption in Jesus name. Father, we come to you in Jesus name and we thank you for what is true. We thank you for what has been done through Christ Jesus. Father, as your children, we are thankful that Jesus became that curse for us and he redeemed us from it. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Father, today we stand here together in agreement with your word. And we say with our mouths that we are redeemed from the curse. We are redeemed from cancer. We are redeemed from lack. We are redeemed from every sickness and disease that is trying to come upon us. Let God be true and every man a liar. We resist the curse in the name of Jesus. It does not belong to us. We have been redeemed from it. Father, that is your word. We agree with it. And our confession is what you have to say about it. Father, we just thank you in the name of Jesus that we have authority over sickness and disease. And in Jesus' name, we take that authority and we command every symptom of the curse to leave and whatever is causing it be gone in Jesus' name. We don't receive that because it don't belong to us in Jesus' name. And Lord, we thank you that we are redeemed in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for our salvation. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. We just thank you. Uh, we want to thank God today for hearing us. We know that when we call on him, he answers us. Father, we are expecting today to see a result of the word that has been shared, the word has, that has been prayed. Father, we agree with you. It is finished. And Father, we receive the result of believing, continuing to believe in what you say, Father. We thank you for that in the name of Jesus. Thank you all for praying with us today. Thank you. It's been an honor. You can subscribe to the free audio podcasts. And the prayer experience is back tomorrow at 1 p.m. UK time. Have a wonderful day, everyone. God bless you. Right, holy is the Lord.
cry. 